Kyle, what is the big takeaway you want everybody here today? Change your mindset in, in the way you look at who you want to be and what it's going to take. So don't be afraid of work anymore, guys. Don't be afraid of the work and the sacrifice. And if you're asking the question, is it worth it? I don't know. I, I want to enjoy my life. It is worth it because it's not about you. It's about what you're giving to your wife, your kids, and to the world. And, it, and do you just want pleasure and rest in life? Or do you actually want to feel like you're having impact? And do you want to die knowing that you lived a life like fucking Braveheart, man? Not just a worthless blob on the couch that barely made it through. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation, and a warm welcome to our first-time listeners. My name is Brent, and today our guest is transformation coach Kyle Carnahan. Kyle, welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now, Kyle, I like to keep things a little light and fun at the start, so we have a question of the show. And today's question is, laughing jackass is another name for which bird? Is it A, a woodpecker, B, a raven, C, a cuckoo, or three, a kookaburra? What the hell's a kookaburra, man? I think it's we're something Australian. We're going to go with a, a cuckoo. A cuckoo? All right, guys, you know the rules. Don't pause the show. Don't jump to the end. Play our little game. Stick around. And you'll find out the answer later, and we'll see if Kyle's right. Now, Kyle, I don't do massive introductions because reading accolades just puts people to sleep and doesn't mean shit to anybody. So in your own words, who is Kyle Carnahan? Just a, I'm just a dad, man. <laughs> I'm a dad that uh, went through some shit, messed a lot of stuff up. And uh, you know what? I'm coming out the other side pretty damn good and really enjoying myself after 40, excuse me, 20 years of marriage, you know, at 42. So it's just like who would have thought life would be better at 40 when I was 20? I never would have guessed it. You know, I, I can't say I'm incredibly surprised because at 43, I, I, I'm a whole lot happier with my life than I was at in my twenties. Yeah. Right. Where I am now, I'm feeling pretty good about, you know, I got some aches and pains that I didn't have at 20 because of the life I've lived. But I, I gotta say life has looked pretty good after 40 so far. So. Remember when you were 20 and you thought you when you were and you thought about 40 and you'd be like, who cares? I'll be almost dead by then anyway. <laughs> I, I hate to admit, but yeah, I, I do remember that for sure. You're someone's 40, you're like, oh well, you're you're pretty much done. <laughs> like, that's, that's one foot in the, that's like one foot in the grave, man. You're yeah, yeah, another on a banana peel. Yeah, it's it's almost over at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I crossed 40 and it was like I don't feel any different. Life, life's, life's pretty good at this point. I'm actually like making some money in my life. I can actually have a little fun. Yeah. You know, we, we did the typical young twenties thing. Sarah and I got married really young. And so, you know, I was 21 and she was 19. Same bro. And, you know, Same. we, we did the top ramen and, and hot dogs and woo. That was, 
that was life, right? Were you guys were you guys raised religious or something? Is that what that was? It was entirely our choice, but yeah, both of us were raised in the church. What church? Churches of Christ. Just an independent, non-denominational Christian yeah, church. Yeah. yeah, I was raised more like, dude, we 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 get married young. <laughs> like, like get married and start pumping them kids out, man. Oh, uh, we waited. I was my oldest is eleven. So I was dang. Yeah, I was thirty-two when she was born, I want to say. Okay, man. You guys I'm had mathing right this morning. It's a stretch today, but <laughs> yeah, no, we we I just hit a point in my life where I went, I would be stupid not to marry this woman, right? I, I had dated a lot and Sarah just made such an impact on me that, I mean, several years before I married her, my brain went, you would be stupid not to marry this woman. Yeah. Like, this is the best thing that's ever happened in your life. You're not going to do any better than this because she's just amazing. So you hear uh, that, Sarah? The next couple of years that. pursuing those goals. I love it. You're, you're, I love your wife's comments in the chat right now. It's great, man. Um, you know, when you see some people that like are like, you can just tell like, that's awesome, man. Like that, like, honestly, I, I do a lot of body transformation stuff with superhuman fathers. We'll talk about all that. You know, I, we, we deal with, we handle addictions. Like we get guys disciplined on such a level, but all I really care in the end with these guys is that they connect with their wives on a, a, a beautiful spiritual level so they can lead their families in, in like this happy, harmonious home and, and enjoy life, you know, mm -hmm. like, and I could, I could just see it. And uh, that's cool, man. We, we've been married now. It'll be 22 years in April and she's still the best thing that ever happened to me. I love it. So Kyle, if you could have a conversation with anyone living or dead who would it be and why oh man like i've answered this question before and i should probably I, I can't answer it any different because it's freaking it's braveheart man <laughs> like okay. that guy, he, he was the man like i i think william like wallace. yeah william wallace man like seeing like i mean I, I don't know how much the the movie is like real to the story but you know like that the idea of being so dedicated to a cause and a people since I was a kid has always been like so admirable to me, something I was always drawn to, you know, like that, that ability to just stand against any pain or suffering or like whatever the consequence may be, because you stand so much in integrity and character and truth, you know, like, no, I get it. Yeah. Having that kind of belief, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is right. This is who we are. This is what we're doing. Period. Yeah. I I think unfortunately a lot of men don't feel like they have that hill to die on anymore. Dude, they got nothing. Right. Got nothing. We just don't feel that cause anymore. It and then it's just self serving mm -hmm. and just seeking pleasure and comfort and getting through the day and surviving and sedating. And then it's a far cry from living like Braveheart, man. That's, that's, I've never had that answer before. That's a, that's an interesting answer. I like it. <laughs> Kyle, what are you most proud of in your life? Oh man, me. 
just so proud of myself, like so proud of the way I show up every day. So proud of the man I've become through, through all the like struggles and hardships and, and uh, like all the failing, so much failing, but I always, just, I always just got up and kept moving. I kept climbing. I kept going. I just never, never quit. And so at this point in my life, and I think that's why when you're in your forties mm-hmm. that this happens because you're now deleting the bullshit that doesn't matter. You don't care about people that don't matter to you anymore. What they think about you, you know, who you are, you have a code. And, and if you're, if you're living a, a life that's in, in congruence with your conscience and you feel like you're in alignment, man, that's the life. All right. What purchase of a hundred dollars or less have you made in the last year that's had the biggest and most profound impact on your life? Damn, a hundred dollars or less. That always gets people. Bro. Oh, I probably do. What, what, what book? What book have I got? That would be, man, dude, I've got so many good books. Probably this one. I'll give a shout out to him, man. You know these guys? Garrett White, Warrior. I haven't read that one. All right, so he's got a bunch of books. He, he has a, a very large <laughs> men's group that I kind of like used to clown on a little bit when I saw the commercials or whatever. And, and I, I didn't know what it was. And then I started my group, not even knowing I was making a men's group or what a men's group was. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it grew, I realized like, man, I should probably see what, what other people are doing. And I kind of glommed on to Wake Up Warrior and Garrett White and like, was just, I was just amazed at what he built and like the amount of impact he's had on men's lives. And I think that, I think I bought like a little box of books for like 99 bucks or something. Okay. And that, that like, I'm part of, I'm part of their group and like it's had pretty massive impact on my growth and my life. So yeah, he got me. His, <laughs> you know, his funnel worked, man. <laughs> right. All that good marketing. Now, how many children do you have and how long you've been married? I got five kids. I've been married just over 20 years. Okay. What's one random fact that people don't know about you? Doesn't have to be anything serious. Just. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know that I, I, I'm a singer songwriter. I record music in the studio. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amateur and not unknown. So, but I got like, I got like music on Spotify and shit. Okay. Like, That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't talk about it much. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording an album right now. Nice. But, uh, I don't like, I just do it cause I love it. And you know, I'll like let my my Instagram know when a song comes out or whatever, but I don't like go crazy, pump it, or make music videos or anything like that. Hey, everybody's got to have that passion project, man. That feeds that creative streak. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. What is something everyone should know about you before we start digging into the content of today's interview? I'm here to serve you. My like, I am. My cup's full. Like, if your cup's empty, you can you can reach out to me. Like I'm here. I'm all over my DMS. Like I actually give out my phone number to the world. Like if you go on my Instagram, my phone number's right there. So you can text me. Like I want to serve people all day and I'm always at a high, a high frequency able to like fill anybody's cup that's empty. Like that is me. That's what I've been doing the last, I mean, 
damn 15 years. It's just the way that I've lived and I love it. So yeah, I'm here to serve and I'm here for anybody that needs any help in their body, their mind, their marriage, their fatherhood, like, and I'm damn good at it. All right. This is going to be a good conversation, guys. See, Kyle, Kyle is, is a man in, a, in alignment with what we do here at The Fallible Man, and I'm loving what he's doing. I can't wait to have this conversation. So we've been getting to know Kyle a little bit, guys. In the next part of the show, we're going to dive into some common pains and struggles that are facing fathers today. We're going to roll to our sponsor, and we will be right back with more from Kyle. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. In the first part of the show, we spent some time getting to know Kyle and just who he is and what he's really about. In this portion of the show, we're going to dive into some common pains and struggles facing fathers today. Kyle, what are some of the challenges that fathers are facing in balancing their work and family responsibilities, and how can they cope with the pressures? Ooh, the pressure. The pressure that we put a negative connotation on the pressure that is actually your greatest gift and is like your ability to level up, like your, your opportunity to become a leader in this world. Like this, your gift is this responsibility to step up and be a father and a provider, the guy that has to bring home the money to the family and provide the guy that has to step up and be a exemplary leader to your kids and your wife, meaning physically you got to be there emotionally. You got to be there financially you got to be there and then you have all through that you have to connect with each of your family members on a spiritual level individually so it's a lot but you're you're created for it you're made for it and so what what things the guys run into that cause problems reaching this level one lack of discipline the easy life I mean, that's, that right there is the one thing that if you get that in check, that will be an avalanche of benefit coming to the rest of your life. And uh, the discipline man is, is ultimately dependable. Like you can trust that guy. The problem is when you're not disciplined, although you're a, you can be a good man. Like I'm a, I'm a good guy. I got a good heart, but a guy with a good heart without discipline, it's not dependable can't trust him because he'll break he'll fold like a lawn chair he can't suffer it when things get hard he hasn't trained himself to be able to be steady calm to make good decisions so what do most men do they sedate they turn to pleasures and ease and try to run from the pressure rather than facing it the problem is when, when you guys turn to alcohol or food to make life easier, 
what you're doing is you're taking away the natural ability for your stress management to increase. And why, why is that important? Because in order for you to rise, things are going to get harder, not easier. So if you're looking for things to get easier, you'll never rise. You'll never become that leader and that person that you know you need to be, that you're pulled towards. So all these things that are getting in our way, they're holding us back. That pressure, that pain, that tightrope in your head, sometimes we feel like it's going to snap, the stress, the anxiety, even the depression, all this is building you. It's building you into the man you need to be, but you got to let it happen. So a lot of times I'll tell guys, sit, sit in your suffering. Learn to sit in your suffering. We were just talking earlier. I teach my man to release themselves from these addictions, from these needs to run to substance, to scratch that dopamine itch. If you can get to the point where you don't need it anymore, none of it, you, you become a very powerful man in complete control of your life and anything that you want. Because everything that you want is on the other side of dedication to suffering, right? If you want to grow muscle, you got to work hard and go to a very painful place to make that muscle grow. If you want to build a business, late nights, early mornings, you want to do that while being a good dad? Whew. And then you're trying to connect with your wife. Keep that at a spiritual, high spiritual level where you're like, one, well, I mean, you got to be doing date nights every Friday planned by you. You better be telling her you love her every day, looking her in the eyes, having connecting moments. You better be sending her love notes, buying her, getting her flowers. Like, oh my God, how do I do that and run my business and keep my fitness together? overwhelming right not for somebody that's disciplined who's built that muscle not for somebody that's been sitting in their suffering letting it work them right somebody that has a high stress management will make what what will crush you they'll make it look easy and you're like how's that possible it's because they sat in it they let it happen they didn't run from it they didn't sedate how do men move towards that point and deal with the emotional struggles included in that, right? Because as we move into a point of discipline, men are still learning to, a lot of men are really struggling with knowing how to manage their emotions anyway, right? Men aren't a good as good. We have emotions and I'm all for controlling your emotions, not letting your emotions control you. But men need a way to process them and as they move you know, in this time, right? As they're struggling with building discipline and how to handle all this, how do you keep the emotional impact in check in a healthy place? First thing is you have to have your tribe. Like if you're around people that don't have their emotions in check, then you're not going to have your emotions in check, but you get around people that can show you how, how, how a man responds like a real man not a little baby bitch, like, then then you're going to start acting like that. You get around disciplined men, you're going to be disciplined man, because you're, you're going to look around and be like, oh, this is how we, we are. This is how we are. And it takes time, man. This isn't a switch. Guys, like, when was the switch for you? It's a, it's a slow turn up of the heat over time, you know? And so guys get frustrated because they're like, I see, I am a failure. It's like, no, bro, this is the process. Like, 
you're you're gonna fail. I don't even like to use fail. I use the word slip. You're gonna slip all the time. All the time. That's because you're human. Guys, guys think they're the only ones. So that's the thing. You think you're the only one. So that's like like guys come and join our group or other groups of men, you know, like my group or or wake up warrior or whatever. And they get in there and they go, Oh, you're all fucked up. Like everyone is and they don't feel so bad all of a sudden they're like oh so what's oh so i don't have to be all shameful all the time it's not just me now i can just work towards a a goal of being better right but when you're alone in the dark and you think you're the only one because everyone on social media is smiling and happy and never talks about any of their bullshit because no one's vulnerable out in the real world of course not then, then all you see is darkness and you have no hope. So that's number one. Uh, number two, start small and work your way up. It's it's like a muscle. You, you're not going to throw 415 on the squat rack like right away. Like it's going to take years. So like I always tell guys like one, wait, pick a wake up time. Make it early enough to where it sucks, but don't, don't go crazy because guys will be like, all right, I'm getting up at three in the morning. I'm going to do three-day workouts and I'm only going to eat protein shakes like great that you will you'll do that for 48 hours and then you'll just be like ah, it's too hard fuck it when you could have just set your alarm for six this gave you enough time to go to the gym for 30 minutes before work and then that was your workout for the day and then you just got a sensible caloric deficit that still included like foods that you like to eat and then you're like okay i could do this and then guess what all of a sudden you're like i can get up at 5 30 like i've been doing six for a while and you're like you know, I could probably eat a little healthier and maybe get rid of the Twizzlers and the ice cream, you know? And, uh, but hey, man, like I have guys that get ripped eating Twizzlers and ice cream on their program. It's just everything is like fuel in numbers. It's, it's all counted and understood, right? So this is all just like, I tell every guy, they, they have the answers inside them. You know, you, they just need some guidance. You need to be in a tribe that's going to hold them accountable. But as you go, now you're, you're stacking non-negotiables on top of the ones that you got dialed. And then you're turning up the dial slowly on the ones that you already have dialed. So, like, I mean, pretty soon, like, if you wanted to, you can go as deep as you want. Like, you could be the guy that gets up at 4 a.m. No problem. Like, you could be that guy. The guy right now listening that, like, sleeps until 9 every day, lives in his mom's basement. Like, you... You could be that guy that gets up at 4 a.m. every day, is jacked as fuck, and has a million dollars in his bank account in the next five years. Like, you can do amazing things in two years. And you can actually have an incredible psychotic body transformation in anywhere from 100 to 200 days, depending on where you're at now. Like, psychotic, mind-blowing. And how do I know that? Because that's what I do, and I, I have the best transformations in the world. You know, but you, you deal with the body first, then the mind, then the spirit, and it all just follows. And then guess what? You're, it, it bleeds over into how much money you make, bleeds over in your relationship with your wife, bleeds over in your leadership with your kids. If you, it bleeds over into your ability to build businesses and teams and lead people. Because when you show up like that, people will just follow you. They're, they just follow you. Like yeah. we're, you know, we're in a society that loves instant gratification, right? That, that dopamine twitch. We want it now. We want it now. And yeah. so not everybody listening understands the time frames he's saying right now 
Guys, that's as close to instant when it comes to real transformation as you're getting. 100 yeah. days, 200 days to the body you've always wanted to have. Okay, I, I'm I'm a certified trainer. That is as close as you're going to get to instant. You're not, there is no 30-minute abs. This this whole, you can you can do this for three minutes a day, every day. And you, yeah, that is marketing crap. Look, heat hack, man. It, it's consistency is is the key to everything and uh, yeah learning how to win your negotiations every day so that you follow through with your shit oh yeah it's little i, I love the context of it's a slow boil right you're slowly yeah. turning up the heat yeah, yeah we're all about incremental improvement here because that's that's actually measurable sustainable growth yeah yeah and I, i'm no different than anybody else like i like i like win quick wins too like i like that like I, I'm, I'm wired that way. Like naturally, like I've taken a lot of personality exams and stuff. And like, I'm like a, I'm an ad, like perfect for an addict, but, but you see when you tie like power to your daily decisions, mm -hmm. like, like when you follow through and you realize that by you following through, like getting up when that alarm goes off by you getting up when that alarm goes off, you're a fucking rare man. Like you are a rare man. Very few people actually do that. And so all of a sudden, boom, you get respect for yourself. So take that. That's a quick win. That's a quick dopamine hit. You actually get to enjoy that. And that's why I, I want guys to be like, no motherfuckers doing this right now. Like I'm unstoppable. Like walk around like you own your world because you do, especially when you start falling through. Now you, now you have the right to walk different, to talk different, you know, to just be different, to vibrate different. And, and, and you, and as you stack those for weeks and months and years, you just look at yourself different. And then the world starts to look at you the way you look at yourself different. And that's who you've now become. And so now you just, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you're such a fucking savage, dude. Like you're unstoppable. You can't help it. Those words come to your head because you've earned them. You know, so that's why I want to get my, my guys like, is to love themselves in the mirror so much that like they're almost brought to tears at the respect and gratitude they have for this man that they're looking back at them in the mirror. You know, once we get there, the money, the relationships, the body, like it's all easy. You know? How do you help men interact with this negative connotation about fatherhood, right? I mean, if you look through the way we're portrayed in media, and in the world and just the pushback these days right the father's always a clown in the show he he's either fat lazy incompetent stupid or the clown right completely useless in the home yeah and this is what men are being bombarded with every single day right we hear this toxic masculinity crap this spewed at us and men men shouldn't be this way mention how do you respond to fathers who are facing this every day and aren't at this point yet where they built that confidence and built that level of respect for themselves. Yeah. It's just it's time to stop being a, a little bitch and uh, take what's yours. Like this, this masculinity idea, like, you know, a lot of like this, this, this idea that you're not supposed to be angry and aggressive, like you are supposed to be angry and aggressive but not towards other people, not towards your kid, not towards your wife, but towards the weakness in yourself 
and the weakness in others. Because what happens is we start patronizing ourselves. We start patronizing other people. We stop telling the truth. And then we start just letting people be and just accepting how everything is rather than living by our own code and speaking our own truth. You know, like there are things that you believe that are important to you. Like speak those things, stand up for yourself and then be the truth that you speak. Be the truth that you speak. So all the advice you give to your kid, you have to be that or you're going to be out of alignment. And when you are out of alignment, speak the truth that you are living, right? So either be the truth or speak the truth that you're living. One of those things. We're, we want to get to the point where we're, we are the truth we speak, but that's a process, right? And if we're not there yet, then we have to speak the truth that we're actually living and then talk about where we're trying to go. But this disconnect of talk, 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 talk and not living it, it's bullshit. And everybody sees through it. And then we see through it and we look in the mirror. We're like, Dad, you're such a fucking hypocrite. God damn it. Like, get your shit together, dude. And as as this increases, like we're talking about little by little, turning the heat up, mm -hmm. your expectations of yourself will increase massively. And so, and that's how you level leveling up because you're actually listening to your conscience and taking action, you know? So it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it is because you're held highly, more highly accountable as you listen and act, right? But your life becomes better. Like you're filled with more love and gratitude. I tell guys like my, my sweet spot is when I'm angry and grateful at the same time. Like there's this spot where like, and it's not, I mean, is angry the right word? I don't know. Like there's just things about this world that piss me off that I want to be better. I want to be better. I want the people around me to be better. I want to be better. I want to make, I want to make more money. I want to be more patient. I want to be more loving. I want to connect more with my kids and my wife. Like people are like Kyle, but you're a great dad, man. I'm a two out of 10, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not even scratched the surface. And when you look at life like that, not comparing yourself to other people, but seeing what your actual potential is, man, that's exciting because you're like, you're not listening to other people being like, oh, you're, you're so great. You're like, nah, I can do better. I can do better. And, and, and you see this mountain that you can climb. Every man needs a battle to fight. Once, once you're not fighting, you're not at war with something worth fighting for, then you're, you're dying inside. You know, this is what we were talking about Braveheart in the beginning. Like, you have to have a cause that you're fighting for that is worthy and makes sense. If, if you're just going to some, like, job you hate, that doesn't do anything for you every day. And, and then you come home and you sedate and you barely connect with your kids and your wife. And then you're wondering why your marriage sucks and why you're depressed all the time. Like, why is that a surprise? You got to change something. You got to make some moves. You got one life. Like you're just going to keep rotting. I mean, make some drastic moves, drastic. I'm thinking a lot of men have been fooled into believing that there's no mountains to climb anymore. No, right. We don't have, there's no Magellans anymore, right? We don't have someone trying to circumnavigate navigate the globe for the first time or no new Everest, no new, right. They think a lot of men have been pulled into believing that there is no big mission for them. And men need a mission. 
let me give you your mission. Okay, you're surrounded by people that are struggling and suffering just like you. Somebody needs to step the fuck up. And when they do, they'll start to take away the excuses of those around them. And as you increase your discipline, others will watch you and they will question their own lives. When they question their own lives, they'll start to make different decisions because they're watching you make different decisions. You're showing them the way you're taking away their excuses. So now you've become a leader of man just from becoming more disciplined. You don't even know it yet. You're becoming someone worth following. And you see, remembering what's at stake and the pain that you're causing by being apathetic is your first step because your kids don't want an average fucking father. Neither does your wife. They don't want that. They want a king that they can follow. So if you love your family, you will give them the greatest gift of yourself to them, which means you have a lot of work to do, which means you have to be a Renaissance man. Like you have to be doing it all. What, what you, your beautiful wife, like she wants the best man. She married the man she thought would become the best. And if you're not that, you're letting her down. Your kids, they want, they want to be proud of their dad. They want to be proud to show their dad off. They want to be like, that's my fucking dad right there. Look, yep, that's my dad. Where everybody else is like, dad, can you drop me off at the corner, man? I don't want anybody to see you. That sucks. Like, I had a coach that told me, like, I, 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 like, missed my workouts for the week or something. He's like, that's cool, Kyle. He's like, the world needs average men, too. It's fine. You can fit that. Ow. You know? And then you, oh. you, you take what Big, Big B, Big Bedro says, man, the average man inspires no one. And that is true. The vanilla average man, like, he's not going to change anyone's life. You want to you wanna have something to fight for? Become someone that is inspiring. And then watch, watch the people around you light on fire and, and then tell me that there is no more battles to fight. All right, guys, we've been discussing some common pains that are facing fathers these days with dad bod and toxic masculinity and just believing that the world has changed so drastically that we don't have missions necessarily. In the next part of the show, we're going to dive into what superhuman fathers is all about, some of the concepts behind it and how you can start to change your own story right now, today, after listening to the show. We're gonna roll our sponsor and we will be right back with more from Kyle Carnahan. Now, before we go any further, I wanted to share with you guys, I don't always tell you how much I love doing my podcast. Like I passionately love what I'm doing. And one of the things that makes my life better as a podcaster is to work with a company like Grow Your Show. Grow Your Show is a one-stop podcast do it all. Now. I use Grow Your Show for my marketing, but Grow Your Show is literally a one-stop shop. You can record your episode and just drop it off with them and they take it from there. It's amazing. If you are interested in picking up podcasting as a hobby, or maybe you're looking to expand your business and use podcasting in that aspect, talk to my friends over at Grow Your Show. Adam will take care of you, I guarantee it. I trust him, he's my friend, he's my business colleague, and I wouldn't trust anybody else with my show. Guys, welcome back. In the first part of the show, we discussed some or in the last part of the show, we discussed some common pains and struggles that men are facing these days. And really some of the answers that you need to hear and that I need to hear, right? As we are on our journey as men. And this part of the show, we're gonna dig into what Superhuman Fathers is all about with Kyle's program. 
some of the concepts behind it and at the core of it and how you can start changing your own story today. Now, Kyle, tell us the story of Superhuman Fathers. How did how did this come to be? I've I've always had this compassion for helping people just naturally, you know. And you know, I'm not like there were times when I was younger when I I, I didn't do it as much because I I didn't have the value to provide, but we'll, but when I did, you know, when I found myself in a position where I could teach and help, I was like, oh, here's one of those opportunities. Like, I'm good at this, you know. And so uh, I think naturally I just gravitated towards self-development, like really heavily, because I found like when I elevated myself and my understanding of life and experience that uh, I'd be able to help more people. And as that went on, I'm a, a firefighter paramedic for the past uh, 12 years and then a paramedic before that. But within the firehouse, I started to see guys noticing, hey man, this dude's like close to 40 and he's like, he's got the physique, the fitness, he's disciplined in his diet, you know, he's disciplined in his drinking. Well, don't really drink, but discipline in that. And he's a good relationship with his wife and his kids and the family seems like things are going pretty damn well. His kids are all skateboarding and like, they're all, all the kids are healthy and ripped, you know? And so they started asking me questions about life. Like, how did I get to be 40 and kind of keep it all together? And I thought, this is cool. This is cool. I get to really start to give out some advice and guidance. And I started to see people's lives shift with just some very simple guidance and some accountability that was making drastic changes, like saving marriages, helping people lose over a hundred pounds, like completely changing people's habits. And then it just started to, my, the demand for my help started to grow over time to where it grew out of the firehouse and turned into a business. Cause at some point I was like, well, I can't, I can't help everybody. Like we got to slow this down somehow, you know? And so, but my desire to help everybody's still there. So I created the brotherhood, the coaching brotherhood. And then I'm still like fully accessible to the world. Like anybody wants to ask me questions or like hit me up. Like I'm available. I like, I don't get me wrong. I love making money because the more money I make, guess what? The more valuable I am to the people. It's huge. Like the more power you have, like you view the more funds that you have access to, the more power your message is going to have. And you as a person, they're just more undeniable. Cause you got to have it all. You got to have the money. You got to have the body. You got to have the relationships. You have to have the spiritual connection, all of it. And guess where it all starts? Starts with your nutrition, with your workouts. And how do you do that when you're trying to do everything else? Your freaking wake up times. You have to be disciplined in those three things. Wake up at the same time every day when the alarm goes off, go to the gym, watch what you eat, have a plan. And then the overall focus for the day, ready? Control your emotional reactions, which is a skill. It's a skill to be sitting outside yourself, watching yourself, and then making the calls from outside, from an outside perspective, right? So what is the core of your program? Are those the cores of your program then? Is that where you focus on or? Well, like the, the application of the process is, is ma it's magic. I actually don't know how we do it. I really don't. 
like and and this is kind of the amazing part of it is like come with me and this will happen and uh, people are like well that's pretty vague and i'm like well you want to see the hundreds of men that can tell you exactly what they went through like you don't you don't have to doubt like i prove i have so much proof that like you don't even have to doubt yourself you don't have to doubt the program like you're like well what do i get with this i'm like what do you want a fucking t-shirt like you get to live that life and they're like oh i guess okay but you know there are some things that we do like we have an app where we build all your workouts you report each workout every day your nutrition is reported every single day we teach you how to think like us when it comes to food so that you're in control for the rest of your life this is a big problem with guys who who start a workout program or something they're like all right, just a 30-day program, and I'm really going to hunker down. And then they get to day 31, they're like, I did it. Yeah, let's just eat everything and just, like, completely ruin everything that we already did. It's like, what's the point of that, man? I don't work with people unless they commit to life. Not with me, but this new life. Like, I need to hear from them right away, and I would dedicate, I would ask everyone listening to this, stop being a fucking pussy and just say, I'm going to change my life, and I'm going to start it today, and I'm never going to go back. Never going to go back. Like, make the change forever. Because if you did it one day, you can do it another day. So stop trying to think like this isn't sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I will punch you in your fucking face. Like, when people tell me it's not sustainable, I'm like, 10 years, huh? You don't you don't believe yet? Like, bro, you can always do another, another rep. You can always do another rep. There's always one more in the tank, but you choose that the pain is too much. What if you could raise that threshold of pain? to like a psychotic level, inhuman level, to where what would most crush most people is nothing to you. That's what we do in Superhuman Fathers. And that's, how does that happen? Because you're around other guys doing it. And we'll, we'll expect that of you. You'll rise to your expectations. How do you help them build that mindset? Is it just the community or? It's mostly the community, but it's also, this philosophical understanding of pulling power into your life through your discipline. Discipline is the currency of respect. Or the, yeah, like, so meaning like if you want to respect yourself or you get respect from other people, you must be disciplined. It's the only way there's no other way. Like you can make a bunch of money. You're not going to get respect. You're going to get people that want something from you. Right. You get a bunch of people hanging out telling you what you want to hear because they want some of your money. It's not respect. So that's fake. So you're still going to be miserable, right? And I mean, you you can use discipline in your work, but you have no discipline in your in your family or your body. And it can be built through like selfish means. That's not real discipline. You know, like the having doing things for the right intent, like having the heart for why you do things. So if your why for why you're building this body, you're building this business is to do what we said earlier, to impact, take away other men's excuses, to be a leader in the home and to connect with your wife on a high spiritual level. Like that's beautiful. You're going to be very successful. You're going to have an amazing life. And then from that's going to come increase in wealth and you're, you're going to have the discipline in your body. It's, it's just your family's going to be happy. It's just going to happen. Here's the crazy thing. This is all simple stuff. Like, 
you got to work out. You got to eat right. Be like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And then you don't because you're not surrounded by others that expect it of you and that you're accountable to. So people trip when they like pay for an accountability coach. But who's the successful ones that actually do it? The ones that pay for an accountability coach. Like go find someone who's super high level that ha that's making a shit ton of money, who's ripped as fuck and has an epic family, who doesn't who hasn't spent a shit ton of money on coaching. Don't exist. They don't exist. Like let, let's just put that myth to bed that you can do it yourself. You can't. You can't. No one does. Everyone has help. Paint yourself in a corner of accountability from which there is no escape and you will be very successful and you'll be live a very happy life. As we're focused on talking to dads today, right? What is the ramifications as a father, right? As they go through superhuman fathers, as you've helped them grow and develop, right? Because we're talking about putting yourself a lot. Some people call it self-care. Some people say putting the mask on yourself first, right? You got to take care of you before you can give into other people. Yeah. So in your experience with the men in your program, right? What is the impact on their relationship with their kids as they start to become the men they want to be? Presence and fire. So you start to actually see them. Start to, you start to connect because, because you learn how to suffer. And there's no question after a long day of work, last thing you want to do is get on the floor and play puzzles with your freaking four-year-old or read them a book. It's the last thing you want to do. And you're not a bad person, bro. I don't want to do that shit either most of the time. I don't want to go throw the ball. Like, I don't want to. It's okay. You don't have to want to. You just have to do it. You got to do it with a smile. You got to do it with fire. You bring the fire to your family. What do I mean? Bring this, in, this love and intensity and energy. Like, that you're happy and excited to be there with them. Even if you're not. Nobody cares how you feel. Stop, stop worrying about it. Guess what that is? It's just chemicals in your head. It's chemicals in your head that have accumulated because you had a stressful day. You had a stressful life. But what, what if at the end of the day, when, you, when you, you're stressed, you changed your habits? You walked in and you saw how the house was dirty and you were like, I'm going to take care of this for my wife. You start doing the dishes, take the trash out. And you're like, instead of being like, this bitch, she doesn't do anything. I work all day. God damn these kids so loud and annoying i can't do this anymore your self-talk sucks man but i'll tell you what if you didn't get up and go to the gym you didn't eat right all day good luck good luck having the power to have any sort of positivity in that moment but if you've been crushing it all day just collecting wins you walk in the house you're like it's time to continue to win hardest time of the day now we're the now we really collect the wins take care of the house go hug and kiss your wife positive positively ask her how her day was actually pretend to give a shit if you don't it's okay it's okay sometimes my wife talks i don't care what she's saying but i'm gonna pretend that i do because that's my wife and she needs my love and then i'm gonna hang out with my kids and i'm gonna give them an epic dad sometimes at the end of the night when it's all done i'm like wow that was that was really hard and i'm fucking unstoppable not like you guys you go I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is sustainable. Well, that's why it's not because you keep asking that question. Just stop asking and just do the impossible every day. It's just a choice. Kyle, what's the first three steps? So our listeners are 
feeling empowered. They're feeling like, oh, I need to get my life together. What are the first three steps they can take out of today? Go to my Instagram, fill out the application, and join Superhuman Fathers. That's number one. Step one, get yourself a tribe that is actually doing it, that has results. So if that ain't me, I don't know who else you're going to find that's going to have the results that I do, but good luck. So that's number one. Get yourself a tribe and get yourself held accountable. Yeah. Okay. And there's really only one step. Only one step? That's it. That's it. Find a tribe that'll hold you accountable. And here's, you know, I can take that one step further. Okay. Your, your first non-negotiables are going to be wake up times, nutrition, and fitness. Those are your first non-negotiables, your first three. Because if you ain't doing those, you've got nothing to base the rest of them off of. Like you have to get those. Those are number one. So if you're doing anything else other than that, you're on a really weak foundation. All right. What's next for Kyle Carnahan? Oh, me? Oh, yeah. More of the same. More of At the a same? higher level, bigger, faster, better. Just, just finding more. I'm right in the middle of the gathering. And uh, I mean, I am on full hunt for you out there. Like, just know if you call me, you will join us because I will make you. So don't call me unless you're ready to commit because I see your pain and I will not let you stay in that pain. I won't. All right. Where can people find you? What's the best place to go? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram's okay. the best spot. And then you can hit my link there to fill out an application or you can just DM me or, or you can just text me. And I'll, like, I'll give you my phone number right now. It's right here. My phone number is 760-277-7219. That's my phone number. My personal cell phone number. There you go. So and, you guys, you're out of, you're out of excuses now. Now you got his direct line. Yeah. And here's the deal. Like if you're a lot of guys aren't in a position to pay, they're just like, man, that's a lot. Cause we're, we're not cheap. Don't think you're going to call and like get some ebook $97 price for these miracles that I perform. <laughs> That's not how this works, but I got you. I think she said she didn't catch the whole number. 760-277-7219. But I got you. Like I was talking to a guy this morning and he's telling me like, oh, I got a construction business and a solar business. I was like, cool, man, this will be easy. And, and I told him the, his price based on what he needed and what he wanted. And he's like, oh man, I, I'm nowhere near that. I was like, okay, well, you, you're a businessman though. And you're 40 years old. So how the hell do you not have that money? That's, we have a bigger problem now, right? So we had a complete, we had a coaching call back and forth about how he was going to step the fuck up and start leading his family and making the money that they need. And uh, I guarantee this guy will quadruple, if not five times his income in the next three months. And then he'll have no problem joining. And I will be, I'll be there for him every step of the way, you know, cause he's just, he has the skills. He just, he's just not hitting the doors, right? He's just not doing the work. He's, he has self doubt and he's just lost his fire. So he's going to come to the source. I'm going to give him the fire. He's going to crush it. And he's going to join us and then he'll, then we'll get his body right. Then we'll get his marriage right. And then I get to be a part of that. 
So that's yeah. awesome. Kyle, what is the big takeaway you want everybody here today? Change your mindset in, in the way you look at who you want to be and what it's going to take. So don't be afraid of work anymore, guys. Like, don't be afraid of the work and the sacrifice. And if you're asking the question, is it worth it? I don't know. I, I want to enjoy my life. It is worth it because it's not about you. It's about what you're giving to your wife, your kids, and to the world. And, it, and do you just want pleasure and rest in life? Or do you actually want to feel like you're having impact? And do you want to die knowing that you lived a life like fucking Braveheart, man? Not just a worthless blob on the couch that barely made it through. All right. If anyone actually cares, the answer was D. It's the kookaburra. Ooh. It's also known as a laughing jackass. If you ever heard the bird, it's a fitting name. But I think that is like the least important thing that actually ever came out of this show today. Guys, you're out of excuses. Kyle's, we've got the number posted on the screen earlier. If you're watching on the video, if you're listening to it, he said it twice. I'll have all his connection links down below the video or the show description, whatever you're on. Guys, you're out of excuses. He's, he'll meet you at the door, dude. Yeah. You can get there. You can live the life you want to as a man. You can step up and become the superhuman father you want to be. Kyle, thanks for hanging out and being on the show today. Thanks for sharing with us and connecting with my audience. Guys, as always, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.